Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another first run bald movie. Feels like it's been a minute. Uh, tonight, me and Jim are here to talk about Martin Scorsese's latest Killer of the Flower uh, Moon. Killers of the Flower Moon. It was written or adapted from the book of the same name by Eric Roth, uh, who has adapted six screenplays who have been nominated for Academy Awards, including one that won for a scump. Uh, Jim, this is a three and a half plus hour Martin Scorsese movie uh-huh. that says something honest and true and dark and disturbing about America. Uh-huh. It's been a been a theme of his running for a long time. Uh, what what did you make of this film? It's all about gangsters. Uh, yeah, no, this is uh, it's very much in that Scorsese vein, and it's excellent. Like all of his other films, <laughs> I boy, there are very few Scorsese movies that I even that I have any complaints with. I don't really think I have many complaints with this movie, if any. I would say some of the, if I'm going to get like the, the bad stuff out of the way here, some of the points I think they're trying to make are not communicated super effectively because they're trying to make so many points um, and tell and, and really engross you in people's stories. But I think like that's where it's most effective, right? Like connecting you with these people and just showing you the horrors of this situation um, and the just absolute bastards involved in all of it. Uh man, it's 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 one of those Scorsese things where he drops you in the middle of a thing and you just get engrossed in the people and the place and the situation, and then you look up and three and a half hours have gone by and you're like, wow, okay, I feel I feel like I've maybe not maybe not learned anything because he's kind of speaking to the to the uh to what's the phrase. <laughs> Speaking choir? to the choir, He's preaching to the choir, preaching to the choir. Yes, he's kind of preaching to the choir here. Like I largely agree with everything he's trying to say in this movie, but it, it's it's one thing to you know uh, think about this stuff intellectually. It's another to be presented with a story. It's apparently based on truth here. Yeah, um, I haven't done any research to see how much Me this either. is, you know, hues to the source material. But like, um, you know, Scorsese himself makes a pretty pointed statement that makes it seem like they did a lot of research and they got a lot of perspectives and they worked real hard to bring. And if anything, because I talked to Cecily about this, who's read the book, um, this is just like one slice, like one particular families and the yes. impact of that. And I was feeling. I, I want to echo. What you said about the inscrutability of some of the parts of this movie, it reminded me a lot of like uh, when I was reading the first few Patrick O'Brien books and it's just like mm. he just throws you into this world and it's like <laughs> all the sailing terms and stuff. And you're like, I don't understand it, but it's so fucking compelling and it feels so real that you keep on reading. Mm-hmm. And this it's like the first like third of the movie I got hit with like head rights and incompetency and 
things that it's like I yeah, I kind of sort of could get by context, but I didn't really understand. And I'm wondering, like, ooh, am I missing something? But I think he's throwing you into a fully realized world where all the characters know these terms. Why would anyone stop and explain it? These are realities of there's lives and you just kind of like pick it up. He's go along. But I do think because of that, it'll probably be really rewarding for a second watch. And I know this is coming to Apple TV plus soon. I don't think there's a release date yet, but uh, I'm definitely excited to check this out again. And Um, I think part of that confusion ends up sort of being a good thing. Once you step back and think about it too, because then you're like, my brain is going like how did you get in this situation why are these people going along with this what the fuck yeah and and that's kind of the point like yes this is fucked up why are we doing this yeah like that that's the thing it's like i thought this movie is going to be about the white man stealing indians rights to the oil on the (laughs) the patch of property that the the same government pushed them onto and it is but it's so much worse than that. I don't want to get oh, into yeah. spoilers because I got to say, going into this only knowing what was in the trailer, I was continually surprised and flabbergasted by the things that the the, the movie was portraying. Um, yeah, it was it. it um, Both on like a personal and a cultural yeah. level, you know, it's like they, they, they do a great job of telling a macro story in a microcosm, right? Just look at this one aspect of it and then extrapolate. This is not a rarity. This is the norm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And especially I think they did a very good job of showing that this was because I think a lot of movies that talk about, you know, injustice, historical injustices, not just here in America, but around the world always have like the villains be these like particularly kind of outlier, heinous, evil people. Yeah. Yeah. And you certainly have that. But the baseline of how the white people felt about the Indians, uh, the Native Americans, excuse me, uh, (laughs) I'm having I I had had like three and a half hours of just constantly hearing a particular (laughs) um, the Native, the Native Americans and um, like they didn't they they weren't seen as human. Like there's this one particular scene where he's they're approaching a hardened criminal to to kill someone uh, for for money. Of course, It's, it's gangster shit. And the guy's like, look, man, I murder. I don't I don't I'm I, I ain't sign up for that kind of freight and just know if I'm just getting up and walking away. And they're like, well, it's a I-N-G-U-N. And he's like, oh, well, that's different. Right. And it's like they're not even seen as fully human. And this isn't a particular this isn't a bad guy. This is like a just a, a dude that's working an oil field, man. Like they, this is like the steady state. And you see it from that guy's like low class blue collar but then they show like the upper class and like the attitudes that they had towards these indian children god damn it native american indigenous first (laughs) nations yes um it's yeah it's it does a really great job of showing you yeah like okay think about this now replay this thousands hundreds of thousands of times and apply it to other marginalized people that you could think of. And, and they do a great, right. They do a great job connecting other historic events of yeah. along the same lines with what's happening in this movie. Uh, yeah, no, I, I think it's excellent in that regard. I will say if you've seen the trailer and you're thinking, Oh, this looks like a fairly standard tale. Mm-hmm. I, I think that trailer doesn't accurately portray what this movie is. 
No. I, I came yeah. into this movie having a completely different idea of what I was in for than what I actually got. I, well, not completely. Let's say about 50% no, of I, it I, was what I expected. Yes. But it's... The movie starts at where I expected yeah, and then yeah. goes from there. Uh-huh. So I, I would say, like, if you saw the trailer and you're like, eh, whatever, this is going to be, you know, standard uh, love story. I, I don't know, in this crazy setting... Don't yeah. think that it's different than that. It's it's more Scorsese. But there's, sure. I mean, it's 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 super complex. Um, and the way Scorsese, Matt, like, I just can't believe this guy is like 82, 83, and you see him like introduce this movie, and he's like a sixty-five year old in in terms of not just like, I mean, he looks like an old dude, but he's like spry, super fucking sharp, and he's pitching mm-hmm. this heat at this point in his career. You know, it's like there's I've several seen points interviews in this movie. with him, and he is. Uh, this was fairly recent. This was maybe like five years ago, but he was still just sharp as attack. Yeah, I read an interview where him and like De Niro were kind of poking fun at DiCaprio, and it's just like, yeah, he he seems like he's fully with it, and it just like I like three or four points in this movie, I saw something, and I I because I, I just you know for the Kill Bill anniversary, I did I read a bunch of Quentin Tarantino. And he, interviews and he's got this famous I want to make 10 movies because once you know directors stay too long and then they just go over to I was like <laughs> Martin Scorsese maybe he's the outlier sure but I cannot I cannot imagine how you make something like this and and the fact that you're in your really advanced age there's a mm-hmm. shot of guys trying to put out a fire in a field Mm-hmm. that so evokes demons working hell that yep. you would think it was set up in a special effects shop, but it's just Scorsese and a cinematographer working fucking magic in real yeah. life. I was stunned, stunned by some of the imagery I saw in this film. Yeah, I, it almost looks like uh, they took it into premiere or final cut or something and put a filter on it, but I'd be surprised if that wasn't all in camera. And it might, I mean, I don't know. I just know that like that shit is... Mm-hmm you know uh it's it's a real life you know it's 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 not but it's evoking like a real life mordor let's at, at that point mm-hmm. you're like this is hell this is hell uh and it's full of full of demons yeah uh yeah the performances man there is uh there's like mm-hmm. one scene where i think there's like a five minute wonder of just leo's face in a particular situation um and there's nothing that's the thing is like there's nothing like you're not like oh god I'm being blown away it's just the point is to make you as an audience sit with this reality and like what it would be like to be in this situation mm-hmm. and there's also there's a there's a bunch of actually kind of splashy wonders going through these like ornate you know houses and and uh, all this uh, you know these these like just really sumptuous tracking shots following people through these little mansions and stuff um mm-hmm. And there's use of just, uh, some historic style imagery. I don't think he actually pulls any historical images, but he does evoke that feeling of like a 1920s photograph or something. Um, yeah, and just the the town and um, and that's. I mean, that's the other thing we're talking about: the automobiles and the radios and all of that uh, aspect of it. But that's the other thing that makes this so effective. Is like a lot of times when you see these type of historical injustice type stuff it's like oh it's all back in the 18th or the 19th centuries it's so long ago right you can kind of easily wash your hands out of of, of all of that 
criminal yeah. behavior and be like, that's not us. And we're talking about shit that happened less than a hundred years ago. This is stuff that affected people's grandfathers and father and, and, I, I, and mothers. My, I was going to say my father was a contemporary of William Hale. If you're to believe when he died, my father yeah. would have been seven years old when that man died. So yeah, this yeah. is within living memory. Yeah. Um, that's and that's why I always think it's funny when people just be like, ah, oh, well, you know, the past, the power, where are you going to go back thousands? Like, well, I mean, can we go back 75 years ago? <laughs> right. Can we go Is back? Is that like, and to, especially to when like beings memories, the paper trails here, like, I just know if <laughs> my granddad was like fucking oil rich and, um, the, some bastard stole it all from me. I would have a fucking massive grudge about it, and I'm I'm oh, I yeah. am not a, otherwise part of a historically marginalized group. You add all that shit to it, and like, mm-hmm. yeah. So I it's 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 powerful filmmaking. The act the the performances are amazing. Uh, is it Lily Gladstone? Yeah. Is that the uh, the, the the Molly the central figure is like doing the most by almost doing nothing. Mm-hmm. And yet there's a couple scenes where, you know, I, ke- I kept I, I kept on thinking, it's like, my God, this is like a human being that had all seven bowls of God's wrath from Revelation poured into her. And there's a particular scene where that just shit just breaks. And she lets out this scream that, like, is going to stick with me, right? Uh-huh. And it is just an, an amazing performance. Um and a gut-wrenching one. This a lot of this movie kind of plays like a horror film, like a like a thriller type of of thing. Um, I yeah, I, I it's it's going to be fun to revisit this. I, I feel like um, this is going to be one of those like um, uh, what what is the one that that has Leo and the Daniel Day Lewis Gangs um, of New York Gangs of New York, where it's like every time I watch it, it's I'm going to get another wrinkle out of it. Um, but yeah, yeah I, it's, it's incredible, incredible that uh, he's he's pitching this heat at the age he's at. Yeah, for sure. I was really impressed. Um, I don't. The one thing I can't think much of is the soundtrack. Like, I feel like I was aware of it for the first 15 mm. minutes of the film because there's some, some really splashy like banger stuff. That's a lot of the really cool imagery from the trailer of the the Indian Braves uh, dancing in the the uh, the gusher. Um, mm. But then it's like I felt like all that dropped away and I wasn't aware of any of the artifice yeah. until very at the very end of the movie there's something where it's like it brings you back in it's like oh shit I'm watching a movie again there's a couple um, times when they're playing some like I don't know if it would be ragtime at that point maybe some jazz but I just had no memory that, of it it's like I know the movie had to have music wall to wall but it's just like I was just un- completely well, I under think, its spell I don't think it did I, I think there's a lot of that movie that doesn't have music uh, and all the stuff that I'm talking about was like the die diegetic diegetic stuff, where yeah. it's just kind of well, sitting someone, at a bar and some it's characters playing. playing it yeah on yeah, a, yeah. a gramophone or something yeah um, but yeah I, and then the very end has uh, I I don't know what to call it a Native American inspired piece of music mm, or perhaps mm, it's mm-hmm. some piece of music that is means something to them I don't know um, but it was memorable for sure yeah another gore that's what a what a great shot to end the movie on oh um, yeah wow 
Well, I don't want to. I'm trying to think of what else I can say that spoil in the movie um, uh-huh. because <laughs> there'll probably be a lot more to talk about. Uh, shall we talk about some upcoming movie trailers? We'll be right back with more Bald Move after this brief pause. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And now, back with more Bald Move. I believe we've talked about every upcoming movie trailer. There were absolutely zero new trailers. No, that's not true. Yeah, zero new trailers. I've seen every single one. Brand new trailer. Uh, might be a new trailer, but not for a new movie. And I don't think I also don't think we've talked about them. We've we've talked about them on our little trailer review thing, but I don't know what we've done in the first. I'm just gonna run through them real quick. But before I do, okay, uh, we've been kind of hesitating to release our Q4 schedule because the Hollywood keeps on moving things around uh, as they're trying to adjust for the content drought that's coming. The things I know we're going to do, uh, the holdovers, which is a Paul Giamatti uh, kind of retro period piece. Um, looks like kind of like a, a um, like a darker version, a darker, more satirical version of um, uh, Dead Poet Society. Okay, I'm excited yeah. to see that. That's that's uh, November 10th and then December that 1st, Silent I'm, Night. I'm so excited for... I, th- man, I'm excited for both of those movies. The Holdovers for entirely different reasons in Silent Night, but... Did you notice that Paul Giamatti's wearing some kind of prosthetic that gives him a lazy eye in The Holdovers? I, you know, it wouldn't surprise me if Paul Giamatti just had a lazy eye at this point. I, so I <laughs> couldn't just really didn't notice. Yeah. And we just never yeah. noticed it. Um, yeah. yeah but, and uh, yeah. The comedy looks great. I, I'm in on that one. But Silent Night. Oh, man. John Woo. He's back. Yeah. Like an action comedy is what I kind of got from it. Or maybe it's just going to be a hardcore John. Or, of course, John Woo, the man who gave us the original uh, baby endangered in gunfire scene that was hard boiled, like uh-huh. yep, yep. side splittingly funny face uh, off. It, and that's I'm, I'm true. The man, dude, I can't tell you how excited paint. I am about this. A return to crazy ass nineties action. John Woo. I'm the, the first time I saw this trailer. I don't know what was up with me. It wasn't doing much this time. I'm fucking pumped. I'm ready to go. Yeah. I think it looks amazing. Um, and that's the thing. If you don't know John Woo, I don't know we'd have John Wick if it weren't for John Woo. Because John Woo kind of yeah. invented that that hyper-stylized gun kata business mm-hmm. back in the late 80s, early 90s with the killer hard-boiled. Um, was it him and Chow Young-Fat? That was his kind of muse. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I'm very excited. And Joel Kinnaman, like, I just, I don't know. Like, it's a guy who I'm like, this dude is a tall glass of vanilla pudding when I first saw him in uh-huh. uh, House of Cards. I think I even made, like, he's just like your default good looking conservative white guy. And a little dope. He, his health always a little dopey to me, but he's grown out of that. And I don't know how. Maybe it's Ed Yeah, Baldwin. between, between like the Suicide Squad for All Mankind. Um, what's the other thing I've seen him in lately? 
I just feel like I've really turned uh, mostly mostly for all mankind. He's really allowed to stretch uh, his very long legs in that, that that show. Altered Carbon. Yeah, he was great in that first season of Altered Carbon. Uh-huh. Yeah, and he's got the goods. He's got the action goods. So Oh yeah. Um, it is funny that uh <laughs> I, I violent night I, I don't think it was very commercially successful but for whatever reason hollywood saw a little gap to make like hyper violent holiday fair like die hard you know mm-hmm. uh and really leaning into it and i I'm, i i hope it makes money um because i want him to keep doing that that would be great if i could get like one wholesome christmas movie one funny christmas movie and one just utterly violent Christmas movie. And then Hallmark has got me, you know, for, for it's covered for every other need. And I, I'd be happy with that. I'm, I'm currently underserved with the gonzo action, violent Christmas, Christmas movies. Yeah. Same here. Um, let's see. So, yeah. And then uh, another one uh, coming out Christmas, which of course will be out of the office. I'm not going to do a podcast on Christmas day. Ferrari, Something that me and Jim mm-hmm. are both very interested in. We'll probably check that out out in the new year. Maybe on OTC. Maybe we'll do a first run. I don't know. Uh, trailers. Aquaman two. <laughs> uh, until yeah, until that. proven to until I see a ninety five percent thermometer and fifty percent of the bald new fan base writing in and saying it's awesome. <laughs> on that Silent Night, we've already talked about the holdovers. We've already talked about Apple fifteen Pro trailer. What the? F- I thought this was like a a, a trailer for oh, Dune Part Two right, for like, the and then it's just like uh, it's a fucking phone. Get out of here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> on that Napoleon. Can uh-huh. I tell you before you give me your opinion? It it's kind of low grade chic. It seems in social media for professional critics to be like, I don't know, it looks kind of shitty. Uh, it looks like it might suck. I don't know. Uh, I think it looks like an amazing movie with a central character that I'm going to despise. The tyrant dictator, uh, wannabe dictator of all Europe. You don't, you don't like, uh, huh. I know hot take. I don't like Napoleon. Uh, but I think this movie is going to be awesome. I mean, yeah, I'm, I don't know a ton about Napoleon other than he was, you know, essentially the mustache twirling master villain that was the backdrop of the entire <laughs> Aubrey Matra and Patrick O'Brien series. <laughs> nice. um, I don't know anything about the person like that stuff with Josephine. And of course, that's the other thing is I these movies assume it's highly embellished. I mean, they're, for I God's know. sake, they're playing Black Sabbath <laughs> during this yeah. whole trailer, right? So that's the thing. It's so. like I I primarily like these historical pieces for the things I can learn about real history, and I just don't know if I'm getting that with Ridley Scott. Uh, although he did a good job with the last duel. Um, I don't know. I mean, I guess I don't watch it for historicity's sake. I watch it for yeah. entertainment. Are you not entertained as Joaquin Phoenix? What's the thing? Or as like, yeah, well, that was it, Joaquin Max, Phoenix said that, right? It was, it was, but like it was about a guy who didn't exist. So I could just like I don't I don't need to look at the historicity of everything. You're just telling me this is made up. If it's yeah about Napoleon, then I don't sure. know. I'm I'm definitely obviously I this this will probably be a first round bald movie. Yes. Uh yeah. I, I don't see why not. Uh, advise one anyone love, looking there's... to learn about history. Don't go to the movies to learn about history. The movies have almost nothing to offer I think it's cool <laughs> when, it, when they do when they when they are accurate you know uh yeah, one love maybe oh yeah there's this another thing too 
it looks amazing, but it's another one. It's like I'd be a lot more interested in if I knew it was going to be an actual because like, man, I just I like that queen uh, movie so much. And then when I got mm-hmm. home and looked at how much that they had just, you know, kind of freestyled with Freddie Mercury's history, it kind of left a sour taste in my mouth. Uh, Bob Marley, it's like I don't know a ton about it, but like if even half of the stuff in the trailer is true, he's a fascinating Far more political figure. I, mean, I guess I should have known it with all the Rastafarian oh, connections, yeah. but um, yeah, it, it looks like it could be good. Uh, and then Hunger Games, Snips and Snails and Puppy Dog Tales or whatever the fuck this thing is. I it was bare. It wasn't worth watching the original Hunger Games trilogy to the end. First first movie, pretty amazing. Second movie, eh. The third and fourth, what the <laughs> fuck am I even watching? Yeah, I'm not. Is anyone excited for this? Gotta Why be. Why isn't this coming out people. on Peacock? I just. <laughs> I don't know. You know? Why is this coming out in the movies? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's going to be our trailer talk. Again, we will see you guys next time on The Holdovers in November. A fabulous Paul Giamatti joint. Uh, if you are not a club member, this is where, unfortunately, you have to get off. If you want to hear our thoughts on martin scorsese's latest uh massive sprawling tome uh join the club support.baldmove.com you know uh ad free feeds extra bonus content such as our spoiler filled review of martin's uh film killers of the flower moon check it out and club members follow me into the spoiler section